Hey, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Be The Light Academy podcast. Um, Before we get into today's episode, I just want to give a huge shout out and thank you. I had a couple people donate to this podcast on the Anchor app. And then what was super weird is I had a couple people donate to my Learn The Light Academy YouTube channel um, using my business PayPal link. I just want to give you guys a huge thank you. I'm not going to... put out names, okay, or anything like that, just because of privacy purposes. But just know that those donations were received and I appreciated them so much. I had so much gratitude for them. You guys have no idea. I by no means expect donations. Um, I don't even really ever anticipate them (laughs) just because when I do receive donations, I like when they are genuine and they are just an awesome, amazing soul out there who wants to, you know, be giving. Um, To me, that feels very authentic and very loving. And I was so appreciative for the couple of donations that I did receive recently, you guys. Um, It really made my whole week (laughs) and made me feel really good about these services and the products that I am um, creating for you guys. It gives me a lot of confidence that I'm on the right track, you know, and I'm in alignment with you guys. Um, my podcast, my YouTube channels, even my Instagram, anything like that, like it's meant for you guys. Um, my readings, my healings, it's all for you, you know, and the fact that there are people out there that I am helping, um, and they're so moved, some of them to donate to my business, to my services is really awesome. So thank you guys so much. Um, It means the world to me. (laughs) It really does. You guys have no idea. Um, If you guys would like to donate, you can donate on the Anchor podcast app to the Be The Light Academy podcast. Or you can donate on my Be The Light Academy YouTube channel or Learn The Light Academy YouTube channel using my PayPal business link. Now, I don't anticipate or expect donations, like I said. So please do not feel obligated to do that. (laughs) All right. But if it feels genuine and, um, you want to express things, I would be so grateful and appreciative for it. Um, but please do not feel hustled or, (laughs) or manipulated or anything like that. That's not why I'm saying that. Um, but anyways, I'm being awkward now, you guys, let me just flow back into the love. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the donations. Um, they really did mean a lot to me, you guys, and uh, I've really been going through a hard time lately, so any extension of kindness is so heartfelt to me at the moment. I've also received a lot of just like beautiful emails and messages from clients and listeners and viewers, you know, just really sending either their condolences, you know, about the passing of my grandpa or... Um, you know, just saying how much they feel, you know, inspired or strengthened by my last few um, podcast episodes, you know, regarding my story and how my being vulnerable is really helping them, you know, and it's allowing them to express their own vulnerability. That has meant so much to me, you guys. And I am so honored that I can help you in that way. Um, If I could express that in a deeper and greater way, I totally would. Um, but it means so much to my heart, you know, within my own experience. So 
this is my gratitude to you guys as well. And I hope you guys continue to enjoy the content that I'm making. I love my business. I love my Be The Light Academy podcast and channel. I love my Learn The Light Academy channel. Um, I feel very blessed to be able to have some really awesome viewers and listeners, clients, divine sparks out there. You guys mean the world to me. So thank you so much for all of the wonderful abundance you have brought to me. All right, let's get into this episode now. So this episode, we are going to talk about something that I wasn't anticipating to actually come up with in my experience. Um, and I have actually had a really challenging time um, following this guidance, being open to this guidance, being open to the way in which my experience wants to manifest. So as you guys know, I have recently gone through the end of a cycle, you know, a breakup um, with my partner very recently, and that has been, it's been motivating and challenging for me. It's been motivating for me in the sense that it's allowing me to express greater unconditional love for myself and my partner. It's giving me the motivation to really reaffirm my desires, like this is what I want, this is what I know that I am worth. Um, that's really an amazing experience to be able to go through that. It's allowing me deeper healing, deeper faith, deeper trust in the universe, all that good stuff. But some challenges that it has had me in, I guess, would be, I, I am at times sad. I am going through the motions a little bit. Um, and, and, um, it's uncomfortable if I'm being honest, you guys, like it leaves me speechless. So when I was meditating and channeling. I do that every night. I channel messages in a journal. I had started to receive a message that I was just not expecting and I was not prepared for. Um, and it was basically my guidance team, my higher self, sending me this message of putting myself out there, right? Specifically putting myself out there in terms of dating. This was really very challenging for me to hear, to accept, to be open to. Um, I have not been interested in dating anyone else in years other than my partner. I have not dated in years. <laughs> I have not been open to that energy in a really long time. And I've been pretty content um, with that. Even before I met my Divine Masculine, I always kind of had this notion of like things will happen when they happen. Things will fall into place organically. I do not have to make an effort for what I want to come to me. I still believe these principles and these principles do work. Um, and they are the principles if I'm coaching you, doing a reading with you, doing a healing session with you. They are the ones that I really reaffirm to my clients because anything you want wants you. You do not have to go looking for it. You do not have to create the resistance and effort of trying to find it. It will find you. Things will align so that it can find you. 
So when I received this message, I was very put off because it goes really kind of against everything that I've been told by source, my higher self, my guidance system in the past, right? So I was kind of distraught about it too because I was like, I just, you know, I just ended things with my partner for the time being. Really, dating is the last thing on my mind. (laughs) It was the last thing on my mind. So I asked why. You know, I'm trying to be open to this message. I'm very resistant to it. So I'm like, why? Why does that need to be a part of my experience right now at this present moment? I was like, please help me, spirit guides, to open to your advice. Um, Please tell me why you feel that this is this is and should be a part of my experience. So the first thing that my guidance team told me was, well, wouldn't it be nice if you could connect to someone right now who is capable of giving you some type of connection, you know, some type of love, some type of connection. And I was like, yeah, like that would be nice. Connection is nice. Um, So I was like, okay, that sounds okay. Um, The second thing they said kind of had me a little bit stumped because I never had really thought about this until recently when I received the message. They were like, and and your partner, your divine masculine, has never seen you with someone else, but you have seen him with someone else twice. (laughs) And I was thinking about this because this is true. Now, I was with someone when I had met my Divine Masculine. But at the same time, we, even though we knew we had a connection, we weren't serious. We had not cultivated anything. We were pretty young, you know, like early 20s. Uh, so it just wasn't that big of a deal. You know, and and the same thing really goes for one partner that he has had. It just wasn't anything really serious. It felt really serious at the moment, but deep down I knew it wasn't serious uh, because we were kids (laughs) doing dumb things that young kids do. So I was like, okay, yes, he has never seen me with a partner, you know, in a kind of like a for real way. So I was like, well, how is this going to help the situation? Because to me, that feels like that is not going to help the situation, that that is actually going to push things in a totally different direction because here I will be trying to create some type of existence and experience with someone else. Why would that be helpful in bringing my connection to me in the healthiest way, in a way where we're happy and committed to each other. And my guidance team was pretty much like, well, just trust us, you know, trust us, trust us. Um, And they also had the additional message of it will help him to see how he is denying truth. And I was like, okay, (laughs) okay, um... And like I said, I was super triggered by that message because it has a lot of elements I don't like. Elements that, like I said, I tell a lot of my clients to stay away from. 
Because like 99% of the time, um, if you are trying to manifest a, whether you call it a specific person relationship, a twin flame relationship, it's kind of better to just love yourself and hold space, okay, for the best thing possible to come in. Um, some of my clients do date, okay, and I encourage it if it's going to help boost their self-esteem uh, because sometimes you need that boost, boost of self-esteem. Sometimes you just need to feel like, yes, like, I am desirable, I got this, look at my flock, <laughs> like, you know, that sort of thing. And that's cool, you know, it's very casual, whatever. But this feels different because this feels like looking for a relationship while trying to manifest a relationship. So part of me was like, how is that going to work? Um, and this is kind of a message for all of you out there. Sometimes and most of the time, divine guidance is going to seem super illogical. And a lot of times this is why people don't follow it because they're like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? They're very resistant a lot of the times to the action that they are receiving through their messages to, you know, do. A lot of times it's non-action which makes people really anxious. So an example that a lot of my clients go through is they have a specific person. They, you know, they have a desire in terms of a relationship and the message is not to reach out to their specific person. Um, it's to refrain from doing that. It's to allow, you know, allow their specific person to come in because that is more organic. You know, allow yourself to receive instead of constantly giving. Um, because a lot of my clients, let's say their person isn't communicating with them well or at all. And my client will want to reach out to them because naturally as humans, humans are very communicative. That seems like the best approach. I should be reaching out. I should be creating the contact. I should be creating the communication. Yada, yada, yada. Right? A lot of divine guidance is all about non-action. That is the action. The action is like 99% of the time, you guys, is non-action. So I was super stumped when I was told to take a literal physical action and one that made me a little uncomfortable. And because it made me uncomfortable... That's what made me realize, okay, I need to be taking that action because if I'm feeling this uncomfortable, there is clearly something up and there's clearly something off and the universe is clearly trying to bring me some clarity and growth within my current situation. So I sat on it probably for about a week and a half uh, after me and my Divine Masculine uh, you know, had had our ending of a cycle, you know, we had a breakup. Um, and, and after that, because I was like, I need to at least give myself a week to like recuperate, rebalance, you know, reevaluate, that sort of thing. Um, but after that week, I started to allow myself energetically to feel into the idea 
of creating another relationship outside of the relationship that I'm currently creating. And I... (laughs) Like working with my higher self and my guidance team and even my divine masculine's higher self has been helpful during this process because my ego is very kind of perplexed right now, like very like puzzled and this feels like a giant conundrum because more than anything, I feel like I don't want to be doing that. Um, but I know that that does that not wanting it does come from a space of ego. Like I would rather be connecting, communicating, talking to my, my partner, (laughs) you know, like that's who I would want to be doing that with. That's what I'm comfortable with. That's what I'm used to. But he at the present moment is incapable of giving me that. He is not capable of giving me that. Um, so when when working with all of my guidance team, the pretty much overarching message was you need to just put yourself out there. Like even if you're not looking to manifest a full-blown relationship, just meet people, connect with people, have fun, go on dates, like just whatever you need to do to feel good about yourself type of thing. But again, that is such a controversial message in in my in my opinion because it's like to me feeling good about yourself always comes within yourself but then I was thinking about it and I'm like I do feel good about myself (laughs) like I'm sad and obviously disappointed that I am currently in a break with my you know with my partner but at the same time I feel good about myself. Like I feel like I I want to be having fun, creating new experiences, um kind of just going with the flow and really living within my physical experience at the moment. Um I want to not be so much of a hermit, right? I want to come out of that shell and live life a little bit, you know, I want to be, in other words, I want to be a human for a while. And sometimes those of us who are on the spiritual path and journey, we're going to go through, or well, most of the time we, we are in phases of, of connecting with spirit, you know, in a very deep and meaningful way. Um, we are inward bound people, You know, we will always go inward before we will go outward. Um, You know, at some point on our journeys, that is what we become really acclimated to doing. And we become really comfortable to doing is just doing inward work. Um, Not so much participating in the physical world because we're like, no, I don't have to take an action. I can be in my non-active mode. I can be comfortable going inward, meditating, visualizing, connecting to myself, sending myself love, sending my specific person love, whatever. That's what we're used to. So, and I realized I was like, oh yeah, like that is what I've been in and I am ready to come out of that. I'm ready to come out of that for a while. Um, never disconnecting fully to it, obviously. Like there are still things that I will continue to do like meditating, clearing my energy, channeling messages, but also making making time for my physical experience 
definitely needs to kind of be a part of my day-to-day repertoire. Um, Just in general, even beyond this idea of dating, you know, and putting myself out there, just exploring my hobbies, getting out in nature, you know. I told one client this past week, you know, it's all about reacclimating um, to the physical, right? Uh, finding the balance between the spiritual and the physical a lot of times requires us to reacclimate to the physical, um, to our physical experience. And that is definitely what I feel like I'm, I'm doing currently, um, just in general. So bringing it back to that idea of dating... I was, I, one, I was trying to remember the last time I went on a date with someone other than my divine masculine, and it has to have been like six years ago. I mean, it's been a while, you guys, maybe even like seven. No, that feels too far out. Definitely six, though. And um, I was like, wow, that's intense. Um, <laughs> okay. So I was like, all right, well, I'll open myself up to the, to the energy of putting myself out there in that way. And how I've been doing that is mainly through like, it is kind of through meditation, just being open, like, okay, I'm open to whoever, or, you know, if, if it's more than one person even, cause I'm not really even fully convinced that at this point in time, it's meant to just be one particular relationship. Um, it kind of has this energy of feeling like it's meant to be a, a an experience with a lot of experiences, right? So to me, that kind of feels like maybe like connecting with multiple people um, at once. Um, but I've had to get into that energy of like, okay, I'm open to this. I'm being open to this. I... I know that this is good for me. <laughs> Teach me how this is good for me. Um, so I did a lot of energy work and I did a lot of visualization, if I'm being incredibly honest, just visualizing this is what it would be like if I was with somebody else. This is what it would be like if I was connecting to somebody else. Wouldn't it be nice if I could connect to someone who is capable of giving me the type of connection that I'm looking for right now presently. Wouldn't it be nice to connect with someone new? Wouldn't it be nice to find someone who maybe is in the same situation as me? Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) And um, I think the universe wants to deliver. I've also been um, playing around with this idea of like transitory type of relationships transitional or um or relationships that are not meant to be long term right I within my experience I have had two long-term relationships (laughs) literally um one of them being my divine masculine the other one being an ex-partner of mine um and that's what I've had you guys I've had two long-term relationships um other than that I am your typical introvert like I like to be by myself being by myself does not bother me in the least I am pretty independent by nature it's just who I am (laughs) you know I just I like to be free right 
So casual dating was never a thing for me. It's becoming a thing for me. And that is an experience. It is something I never thought that I would say I would be doing. It's strange, though, because I'm realizing, too, as I look into why, like, why have I never kind of just, like, casually dated people? Why? <laughs> I I kind of discovered that, one, I, I tend to judge casual dating. I tend to see it as, like, really pointless. Again, and that's, like, very egocentric, ego-based. I also tend to judge people who... Well, this is how I perceive it from my space of ego, casual dating. Someone can't make up their mind. Someone can't focus their intention and energy. And someone is impatient in attracting a real partner. Now, that is not the truth, right? Like, that is my ego's perception of dating, casual dating. I tend to see people who casual date as very shallow, again, That's an ego-based view. That's not reality. I know that's not reality, even from just a logical space, you know, because I know plenty of people and individuals, clients, friends, peers, co-workers, who casual date, you know, and they're not shallow people looking for shallow things, right? They have depth too. But I think in terms of my subconscious kind of inner workings, I do tend to connect casual dating to those ideas of being empty, shallow, pointless, blah, 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 right? So I feel my guide's pushing me to do this because it's like, open up, open up to a new experience and see how that can lead to excitement. It can lead to something good. It can lead to something interesting, right? It can even be fulfilling. It doesn't have to be pointless or shallow or low vibrational or, you know, unfocused without intention. It doesn't have to be that way. So that is a big reason as to why I think I am being pushed into, you know, trying to be open to that experience. The other thing I think is because my divine masculine, my specific person has to feel that energy of me being with other people and... That feels kind of triggering to me, if I'm being honest, traumatizing. Um, it, it feels like a strategy, but at the same time, it's not a strategy because I, I didn't come up with it myself. You know, I wasn't just like sitting or driving, you know, in my car and I had a thought like, oh, I'm going to date other people to really get at my my divine masculine, my specific person. No, like it came to me through meditation. It came through me through, you know, connecting and tuning into my inner guidance, you know, and and that's how it came to me. So I know that it's real. I know that it's authentic. I am though a little bit, I am a little bit triggered. I, I don't want to hurt my divine masculine, but at the same time, I do know that the universe wants his tower to kind of crumble type of thing um my divine masculine essentially needs to go through some type of I don't know what people call the dark night of the soul it's pretty much like he needs to have his ego entirely just 
broken down, you know. My Divine Masculine is a really good man, but he is very insecure. He is very much caught up in the physical. He does not like to go inward and face his wounds. That's who he is today. And to be with me, he can't be that way. And um, really before he told me that he had met this person, um, and I kind of said this in a couple episodes back, we were doing very well. Like we were working on a partnership together. Um, I mean, we were essentially in a relationship. Um, and I mean, everything seemed seemed (laughs) emphasis on that word from a surface level okay but I could tell his insecurities were starting to come up you know and how that kind of manifests in him is very like non-committal a lot of times he will when he's in his insecurity when he's in his shadow you know he thinks that he is not worthy of a relationship with me he will often tell me you're too good for me. I can't give you what you want. Um, you could do much better than me, blah, 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 you know? And although he didn't say those things this time to me, I knew they were there. Um, (laughs) so it was shocking what happened between me and him, but at the same time, um, it made sense to me. And he did. He chose to be with someone right now who is safe, who he who doesn't challenge him. Um, she doesn't really ask anything of him emotionally. It's something he's used to. It's something he's comfortable with. It's something from his childhood. Childhood. That's where your trauma lies, you know, and like that's his thing. Like, and I think a big, a big reason why he's like, God sent me this girl because he did so that you will look at your shit like that's why he sent it to you so um and i know from an intuitive space you know my divine masculine is about to go through a really rough six months a really rough six months and i want to be energetically there for him i want to be supportive for him but i also want to be there for myself i want to live my experiences Um, and I guess one of those experiences is being called to, you know, connect with different men and go out on dates and have fun and experience, experience that, you know, so how have I been doing this? Well, I've been trying to, like I said, visualize like meeting and connecting with different types of men, being open to it. Um, my third eye is like buzzing as I'm saying that because I really have been trying to visualize it in a healthy way. Um, I have been on an online dating app. This is another thing that like, I, if you're asking my ego, I am like super against online dating. And really, really, I am just in general, like even in a more higher vibrational space, Um, because I think a lot of people don't know how to online date. Um, they go in having degraded themselves, you know, they go into online dating, feeling worthless, feeling like their only worth is going to be found through a relationship. 
So a lot of times I tell, you know, my clients and things like that, stay away from it. If you're not going in with a good intention, like if you're just going in with the intention in terms of online dating um, to find someone because you're depressed, you're lonely, you don't feel good enough, blah, blah, blah. It's not for you in that moment. Go inward, be with yourself, love yourself. However, I'm I'm learning that if you go into something like that with um with a higher vibrational attitude, which is oh, I'm looking to connect to people, I'm looking to, you know, um gain new experiences, then it is positive, you know, then it is it can be beneficial, right? So it's a cool it's a cool type of experience that I am having because it does kind of offer me a new way of looking at things, I guess, in a way that I suspend judgment, I get rid of ego judgment, and I can be open to um, a new way, a new clarity, a higher clarity of perceiving something like online dating. Um, and for women, this is a really tough topic. Um, Online dating for women is tough. I'll be real. It's a challenge. I, I, I meet mo- more women than not who do not like online dating. <laughs> and I think it's because for women it's like, oh, this is my last resort. I'm never going to meet anybody. I'm never going to meet anybody. But if you think about it, you guys, those are just your thought patterns. Those are your negative belief patterns, right? Um, If you feel that online dating is your only resort or the only option or the last resort to connecting to people, nine times out of ten, you're probably going to have to experience online dating, um, whether you're doing it from a lower vibrational space or a higher vibrational space. And part of this experience, I think, is, is when it's sent to you by the universe is to show you your worth, okay? And to readjust something cool about online dating um, in terms of energy work is I think it's easy to see where your energy is in alignment to, right? Um, Because I was thinking about this today. So I've been online dating. I've been doing really good energy work. um, And I was talking to my friends and they were like, how many matches do you have? And I was like, well... I was like, I've made about 30 matches and I'm talking to seven different men at the present moment. And and guys, like this is like literally just talking. Like this is not like me being like even like let's go out and get a drink type of thing. <laughs> this is literally just like talking to people. Um, and my friends were like, what? Like that's intense. Like when I'm online dating, I don't get anybody. Nobody answers my messages back blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, you know, the same thing would probably be happening to me. Because if I hadn't received the higher message of you need to be putting yourself out there, you need to be in good energy and a higher vibrational space, feeling worthy, feeling good about yourself. You know, if I wasn't in that space, I would be in a lower vibrational space of, oh, this is my only option. I just went through a breakup. I'm miserable. Blah, blah, blah. No one loves me. 
this is my, this is my only chance, you know, <laughs> like if you have had the experience of online dating, really ask yourself, where were you doing it from? Were you doing it from a positive space or were you doing it from a challenged space? Were you doing it because you felt bad about yourself, because you felt like you needed to do it, because you felt like you wanted to get something out of it because you felt lonely? Or were you doing it because you were called to do it and you feel good about yourself and you're just looking for new experiences, you're just kind of free-flowing and going with it, right? Like, it, it makes a huge difference. Um, I couldn't have online dated three years ago. I couldn't have online dated six years ago, you know, when I was, um, when me and my Divine Masculine were kind of new together. I, I couldn't have done it, you know? <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I couldn't have done it because I wouldn't have been doing it at the right, in the right space, in a empowering space. Um, and I, I'm happy that I get to do it now just because it takes away, like I said, that negative stigma that I have in terms of it. I'm no longer looking at it as a bad thing. I'm looking at it as, oh, this can be a good thing. This does not have to be a bad thing. I'm also realizing I'm attracting in a different type of quality of person, you know, that I wouldn't be attracting in, you know, three, six years ago. You know, like the people I'm attracting in are like actually like higher, higher vibrational people. They're good people. They're decent people. They're people who are motivated, you know, who, who have goals, who are pretty authentic to themselves. Um, that was the other thing, too. Like, if you guys are thinking about online dating, like, even if you don't have a specific person in mind or you're thinking about dating in general, I would get, like, really clear on the type of person that you want to be meeting during that experience of online dating or dating. I think it's important because just like anything you're manifesting, you're sending out some type of signal to the universe. So make it focused, you know, like make your intention focused. Don't just start online dating and being like swipe, 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 you know, <laughs> like don't do that. Be intentional. Like look at people's profiles, look at their pictures. I don't care. Feel into it. Meditate on someone's profile. Pull cards on someone's profile. You know, listen to your intuition. That's what makes it better. That's what makes it worthwhile, you guys. <laughs> like, because if you're just online dating and you're swiping, 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 swiping because you feel lonely, 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 or bad, bad, bad about yourself, like it's just... It's, it's not going to get you anywhere. You're not going to meet decent people. You're going to meet people in the same vibration. Okay? <laughs> like, lift yourself out of that. Get in your power. And start, you know, looking and feeling into dating from that space. Right? And there are. Right now, there's no one in particular, you guys. You guys like, I literally just started doing this um, this past uh, week and a half. But... Um, there's really no one in particular yet, but at the same time, what I'm finding is, um, there's just a lot of cool and interesting and good people to connect with, 
you know, um, and I have actually found that really enjoyable. And I also, through talking to these men, it kind of firms up in terms of what I want in terms of connection with my divine masculine. And there's a part of me, and this is going to sound, um, this might sound a little harsh, but there's a part of me where it's like, yeah, you know what? My, my divine masculine isn't at my level. He, I am too good for him at the moment. And that probably sounds really not, that sounds unpleasant. That sounds egotistical, but that is the truth. He's not showing up near as well as he could be. So I think just for him feeling the energy of me connecting to individuals and men who are showing up as their authentic selves, who are showing up in a higher vibrational way, who are showing up, you know, in, in an empowered masculine way is going to trigger him. Like he will feel that energy the same way that I feel the energy of him being with who he is currently with right now. And I think that, um, honestly, I think me online dating is kind of like a joint type of manifestation. I think that he's always been worried about third parties. That's, that, you know, that's something unfortunate about my divine masculine. Um, a big reason why we did have the breakup that we had was because two years ago, he when we were getting, when we were reconnecting and getting closer, you know, he asked me if I was seeing other men, if I was talking to other men, like he was just so insecure. And I was like, no, why do you say that? And then he's like, well, I don't know if I can satisfy you. I don't know if I'm, if I'm worthy to be with you. And I was like, very concerned that he was saying those things because I was like, uh, I, one, I cannot help you see your worth like you have to see it yourself. <laughs> but two, it, it, it put me off because I was like, if he is feeling that way about me, he's most definitely in jeopardy <laughs> of making choices from that space when it comes to me and him. So two years later, as I sit here and his insecurities bubbled up inside of him and all of a sudden he's found a girl who loves God, it makes sense to me, you guys. <laughs> Insecurity is a powerful beast and you need self-love to combat it. And if you don't have self-love, you're going to make terrible choices from that space, choices that you regret. And that's the thing, you guys. I tap into my Divine Masculine's energy. Um, lately, I don't even bother tapping into his conscious energy, so his everyday energy, because his everyday energy, who he is in the physical, who he is in his body, him, his human self, is garbage right now. <laughs> like, And I mean, like he is very shameful, super regretful, doesn't even like the person he's with. Like, It's pretty awful. It's sad to me. I'm like, why would you use a person? <laughs> you know? And it's because he, he degraded himself. You know? He degraded himself. So not only did he lose me, but now he's in something where he's 
He's deeply unhappy. He's not happy. And the only person who can get him out of the situation is him. And I do know that the next step, and I do feel this intuitively coming, I feel like there will be someone who I do meet, who I very much connect with, who I probably will, you know, have a relationship with for a while. And I'm kind of getting used to that myself. Um, I'm getting used to it because I know it won't be a forever thing. And I get a little bit alarmed by that. <laughs> because, again, from an intuitive space, it's like temporary. That's all I can hear. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to be open to that. Like having a temporary connection with someone. Um, and, and, it, and it's not necessarily casual. It's just, it's just lighthearted. Like it just feels like it's kind of fun. Um, but I think that when that becomes evident to my divine masculine, when that happens, I think that that will be kind of like the final nail in the coffin, you know, and a lot is going to shift within his experience because right now he's trying to hold on to his old life and his old life is being called to end. And this is the one thing about divine counterparts, which is super potent. If you are moving forward, you, the higher vibrational, more aware one, guess what? Your partner is going to move forward too. And they're going to be made to get on your level. If you're doing it the right way, if you're actually moving forward in your power, you're living life, you're open to experience, you're open to the divine, you're flowing, you're loving yourself. If you are moving through life with that energy and attitude, you better believe if your divine counterpart is in, the, in that level, on that level, they're going to be made to get on that level. You know, that's what divine counterparts do. You know, and I only say that because I have a lot of clients who are like, my divine counterpart's doing this. And, and, and then it's like, woe is me, woe is me, my divine counterpart, he sucks, but woe is me. And it's like, okay, like, you need to look at your own mirror first. Like, I have clients where they're in a bad space and their divine counterpart is clearly in a bad space because they're in a bad space and neither of them are growing or evolving. Because the more aware person, the more conscious person, isn't moving forward, isn't living life. They're just stagnant and stalled, you know? But then I have clients who, yep, maybe their divine counterpart is not in a great space, but they're moving forward, even if they're a little sad about it. They're moving forward, they're living life, they're in a high vibrational state, they love themselves, they're open to experiences, and because of that, their divine counterpart is pushed to be in that same energy. You know, they move together, you guys. The less aware, and I hate using that term because I feel like everyone has their perfect level of awareness, but for lack of a better term, the less aware counterpart will always look, quote unquote, look a couple steps behind from you. That's just reality. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, I did not make the rules to this thing, right? Um, but I think that has to do with mirroring. So always be moving forward, you guys. Always be living life. Always be excited for the next experience. 
That doesn't mean you're not going to have challenging moments sometimes because you most definitely are. But work through them. Look at everything as a blessing no matter how awful it looks on the physical. Treat everything like a new adventure. You just have to, especially, not, well, not even especially, but not only when it comes to divine counterparts, but in life in general, especially in life in general. Sometimes life is going to throw you curveballs. Sometimes you're going to get knocked down and you got to figure out how to get yourself back up and move forward. You know, that's just life. All right, you guys, I'm going to end this week's episode here. Next week, next week's episode, we're definitely talking about my experiences with the spirit baby. Um, but I felt like this was more important. Um, this felt like a greater message that can help you guys right now in this uh, moment in time. If you guys want to work with me, book a remote healing session with me or a reading, head over to my website, BeTheLightAcademy.com to find out more information on the services I offer. You can request a booking there on the booking tab or email me at learnlightacademy at gmail.com. Make sure to head over to my YouTube channels as well, you guys. You can check out some of my pick a card readings on my Learn the Light Academy YouTube channel, or you can head over, listen to these podcasts on YouTube, um, watch me show some of my tarot collection, watch me do some unboxings on my Be the Light Academy channel. All right, you guys, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.